Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. We have Aria Lighty here with us today, who is an award-winning entrepreneur, podcast host, and creative consultant and visibility strategist. For more than a decade, she's combined her diverse experience, creative ideas, wide range of connections, and unique perspective to help business owners on the edge of change, up-level in their business and their lives. Working with Aria as a mentor is a unique experience that brings together coaching, consulting, and PR strategy to help maximize your influence, impact, and income. She's founded multiple six-figure businesses and has helped hundreds of creative entrepreneurs. She's the go-to mentor for unrealistic AF creatives, expansive thought reader leaders, and trailblazing entrepreneurs. Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited to have you back again. Hello. Yeah, I'm so stoked to be back. I love it. We were just talking about how it's been like a complete, I mean, we've like lived like 25 different lives since the last time we recorded. (laughs) Yes, that is so true. It's crazy. Yes, just all the yes. So give, give us up to like, get us up to date, up to speed with where you are now, what you're doing, what you've been going through in these last 25 years since we've last talked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So the last time I was on the podcast, I was really representing one of my um, businesses that I loved. And that was how we connected, which was the Mob Nation. And that was a networking group and the largest um, business alliance for mom-owned businesses. I actually sold that last July to really pivot into um, just focusing more on my consulting practice and bring on more visibility strategy clients and really see what's next. And it also was just time to like move it into a new era. And so the new owner has a lot of like the tech background and, you know, the website development stuff. So I passed it off to her to live a new, a new life out there in the world. And um, yeah, I've been loving it. It's been a lot of healing. I mean, when you own something for 10 years and then you have to watch somebody else like (laughs) own it, it's been interesting. It's like going through a breakup where you're like really happy for the person, but still got to go through all of the, like, who am I without this? Or, you know what I mean? Um, and Mm -hmm. figure out, um, figure out your life again. So yeah, it's been, it's been a fun, fun journey. Amazing. And now you are, doing creative consulting and like PR work with, do you work with any specific type of business or company? Um, I love working with creatives. So, um, I mean, my, my thing that I really am just like turned on by is anyone that's like doing stuff in their industry. That's like completely disruptive, right? Mm -hmm. Like somebody that's like, 
oh, I see the way that this is done, you know, in my industry, but I want to do it completely different or I want to break the mold or I have this like innovative approach. That's who I love to represent. That's who I love to work with. That's who I love to like get out there in the world. So like creatives, authors, artists, podcast hosts, and also people that are doing a service-based business and are ready to just take that one-on-one vibe and build it into a full-on brand with like scalable assets and, you know, all of the different things that goes into like residual income and Mm. having more opportunities to share your story and merch or whatever. Mm -hmm. I love that. So talk to me about intentional networking. And I feel like networking is like, I don't know, kind of a boring topic. It's like something <laughs> that like, you know, any business article you read is like, go networking, go meet people. But it's yeah. obviously an incredibly powerful tool and one that you feel is probably the most important for growing your business. So let's just like talk about what, how do we do it right? How do we make it sexier? How do we get, make it more mm-hmm. beneficial? Yes. I love that you said that because I think a lot of people, when they hear networking, like hopefully you don't put that in the title because we got to capture them with something else, yeah, right? Because yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, oh, but that's the vibe is like, when we think of networking, we think of like the stale coffee and the styrofoam cups and then mm-hmm. freaking name tags and the like outdated elevator pitches. And it just like fills us with dread, but really networking is just building and maintaining long-term mutually beneficial relationships. And it is what we absolutely have to do like, yes, we were in this weird era where we were bringing in a lot of this like instant gratification and putting people through these sales funnels and treating people like leads, you know, and like only looking at people's like price tags. Um, But a lot of people are waking up to a lot of those you know, tactics. A lot of people are seeing that maybe I didn't want to treat human beings like (laughs) they were just, you know, how much money they could make me. So it's really time to get back to the roots of like building those relationships, networking, building your name and showing up for your community. Like as a visibility strategist, Yes, we talk about earned media. We do a lot of things for like collaborations. But if you don't know how to network, if you don't know how to own the room when you get into it, mm-hmm. then, you know, that's that's the first key to everything. And it's literally been how I've built all of my businesses. Like obviously as a networking group, that was a yeah. <laughs> huge part of it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, even before that, that was how I built my consulting practice. When I started out, I was 19 as a corporate executive recruiter, like networking and mastering the art of networking for the past 17, 18 years has been the key to everything. Mm -hmm. So where do we start? Where do do we start with, with doing this in a way that really helps us grow and scale our business? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, uh, take off like your sales and marketing hat and put your networking, which means building relationship hat on, like you should not be approaching rooms or opportunities. Um, to connect. You shouldn't be approaching these as like, how can I get my elevator pitch? So just like rewire your brain of (laughs) everything you thought networking was and show up in the room to get really intentional about making new connections, showing your value and getting to know people on a really human level. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a few mistakes that I see often with networking. One of them being that people, again, they go into their sales hat, but they go in promoting whatever project business or, you know, whatever it is 
at that time instead of building their name. Like when you go into a room, like I'm not talking about consulting. I'm talking about being Aria Lighty, who's a multifaceted entrepreneur who, you know, is a well-connected individual who is somebody that you need to know. Because like I said, I've been doing this for 18 years. Like I've lived a lot of lives since then, but there are people that have carried through with all of those relationships that I've built. Right. So if I'm only promoting what I have to offer right then, you know, if I'm only promoting mom owned businesses and the person I'm talking to isn't a mom, they're already like glazed over. Right. Or so it's really about building your name, building those relationships for yourself and the long game. Um, I also see that people only try to put themselves in rooms where their ideal clients are. Mm-hmm. And the idea is to put yourself in rooms where your ideal people are. So your ideal power partners, your peers, your collaborators, the people that you want to have in your inner circle so that your network is really well-rounded. I love two things. I love thinking about your your power people and how you can get next to those people because that also opens up to the different types of events that you even seek to go to, you know, giving mm-hmm. yourself a broader spectrum of people to just interact with, just learn from, you know, that how much yes. you learn and just having more authentic conversations. And the other thing that's coming through to me is how much less anxiety you would feel going to a networking event when you don't, you're not thinking about sales. You're not thinking about selling yourself. You're not thinking about your offering. You're just being you. You're just like having conversations with people. Because I think that's one of the hardest parts about networking for a lot of people. And it was that way for me for a long time is like, you're just so anxious to get your pitch right and to say the right thing and to make sure that you put your offer out there correctly. And it's like, ah, oh, it's just so much. And it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. And people know, people know that that's why you came over to talk to them. Right. And everybody in that room is trying to do the same thing. Right. So you're standing out just by actively listening. People love to talk about themselves. So asking a bunch of questions, being like, oh my gosh, what made you start doing that? Wow. You have a podcast. That's so cool. Like, let me go subscribe to it right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who is, who are they going to remember more? Like, Bob, who shoved his business card in your face and was like, I help. I'm a financial advisor for, it's like, oh my God, shut yes. up. or the one that was like, oh my gosh, Jessica, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Like, tell me more about this. Who can I send your way? Like, how do I support you? You know, you're going to be like, Ooh, Aria, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know you. I want to make sure that I'm like connecting with you. And I think that you, like, I love the thing about the rooms is like, oh, that does expand the opportunities is I would say that most networking events aren't even the best place to network. Like when you know your people and you like get into their psyche, you know, their mindset, you know, their vibe, you know, what makes them tick, what's important to them. Then you'll see everything as a networking opportunity. Like I would rather, what's really important to me is people that support small businesses, right? So I'm going to go to grand openings of local businesses because the people that are there obviously care about supporting small businesses, right? I love people that put their money where their mouth is when it comes to like supporting local causes or philanthropy or, you know, like giving back to charities. So I'm going to meet my people buying a table or buying a ticket at a gala or a fundraising event, right? Like when you understand, I can, I can network at a freaking Tupperware party. I've like met people (laughs) at like hotel pools that have like become like my clients or collaborators or my friends, right? Like it, when you really know what makes your people tick and you care, Mm -hmm. then you can meet them anywhere. 
Yeah. So I feel like that's another really important piece is know your people, get to know who your people are and making sure that you're thinking on a broad spectrum of like my people are that they care about this. Like you're coming back to, maybe it's more like you're coming back to your values rather than thinking Mm -hmm. in terms of like ideal client or even, even business need, like even thinking beyond, I want to find people who can be a collaborator and more like, I want to find people who are on my wavelength. Yes. Yeah. And, and identify who your people definitely are not. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if you think back to those networking events where you were like, oh, that felt terrible. Like what about those rooms made you feel uncomfortable? What about the people that you've been surrounding yourself with just did not vibe? Um, I have like non-negotiables about what I expect out of my circle. Like I protect my network, right? Like I have I love the people that are in my world. So I want to protect them. And I have certain like criteria of how you treat people and how you show up. And if you're anti-racist and you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're an ally. So I know the rooms that definitely don't house those people. I know the rooms that do, you know? And so when you can like really get into that mode, um, then not only are you guys going to vibe on a human level, but like those people know your ideal clients. Right. So they're going to mention your name to their clients. They're going to mention you in rooms of opportunities that you're not even in because you are so connected on these like human values and and similar missions. Right. Yep. And you said something earlier that I want to come back to because I feel like it's something I've somehow been sort of taught, you know, in this idea of networking is you had said, um, how, who can I send your way? How can I support you? And I think we're taught to have something to offer when mm-hmm. you're networking. Talk to me a little bit about like what that means to you in terms of more authentic, intentional networking. Yeah. Intentional is the key word. And that is like something that I don't see often. That's another one of the mistakes is like, you don't know what your intention of being there is. Mm -hmm. So before you even go into any room or virtual opportunity or anything, like check yourself, like, what do you want to be known for? How do you want to be remembered? And then are your actions aligning with those like intentions? You know what I mean? And making sure that So for me, for an example, is like, I want to be remembered as a master connector, right? And so the value that I'm showing is that when I'm talking to you, I can already think of people that would be like your collaborator or like, I know who you have to have on your show, or I know somebody that's looking for exactly this, right? Like, oh my gosh, you make bath bombs. I know Mm -hmm. a boutique that was looking for, you know, more bath products to feature. Like I can, I can like rattle off. And so that's the value that I'm showing, right? Also, it's just a value to care about the other person. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know Base what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and so so making sure that you're aligned with the intentions that you have, whatever it is, maybe your value is that you want to be able to like showcase like marketing opportunities or something like that, like knowing somebody to connect with or like a tip to provide or, you know, asking all of the right questions. Like that is how you really like bring something to the table that also makes sure that people are remembering you long after you walk out of the room. Right. Mm-hmm. So we can put all of this emphasis on marketing and messaging and all this stuff. But what it comes down to is your brand is how people talk about you when you're not around. Like mm-hmm. PR is literally building relations with the public, right? 
your brand is how you treat people and how you make people feel. So the value is make people feel really freaking good. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I really like the idea too of before events, like how do I want to make people feel like that's something I don't think I've ever asked Mm -hmm. myself before going into an event. Like what do I want to be remembered for? I don't want to be remembered for a crappy pitch that I barely got because I was nervous. I want to be remembered Mm -hmm. for, you know, whatever it is. So I lighting up the room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that frame. And I've hosted and been to like hundreds, probably thousands of networking events at this at this point. And I would say that most people don't walk in with any sort of intention. They do it to like right. check off a list. And I'm like, why are you even here? What is your goal? What does success look like on the other end of this? Or like, you know, remember that we're being perceived right now, right? So like being in the corner or like going on our phone the whole time or, you know what I mean? Just making it all about us or only hanging out with the one person that we know at the event. It's like, you might as well have just gone out for drinks with that person then. Um, Yeah. Just really making sure that we're like checking all of those boxes and being really aware and being in our body and being present in that moment. Um, And again, it's easier to do that if you're not like, okay, now I need to go do that pitch or now I need to find this person or now I need to like, you know, make sure that I hand out 10 business cards today. Yeah. Is there something to be said for like sharing, like your intention being to just like share what you're looking to do? Like, like to get like you and your, your desire, I guess I'm thinking about this networking event that I went to that was like, not a great networking event, but I had, I had like said offhandedly, like, I'm looking to speak more. And she's like, oh my gosh, there's this guy here who teaches people how to speak. He's done TED, TED talks. Like you need to talk to him. I'll introduce you to him. But if yeah. I hadn't like offhandedly said that, cause it wasn't like, not, wasn't my business at the time or anything like that. I probably would have not necessarily met that guy. So mm-hmm. thinking about, I'm trying to think about like, how do we find the balance between like saying what we're looking to do in our business or saying about what we need while also just like being authentic and listening and not necessarily having that sales hat on. Like, how do we find that balance? Yeah. I love that. Well, I mean, if we led to, if we led the conversation with like human interaction, Mm -hmm. I mean, already you've kind of opened the door to where it's easier to ask for those things, but I'm like a big proponent for the power of the ask. Like you never, you know, no, who knows somebody? Um, I will often, if it's like a new room, I'll ask the person that is throwing the event, like, who do I need to know? Like, I want to speak more. Is there anybody here that like, before I leave, I need to connect with them. And would you be willing to do an introduction? Um, anybody that is good at hosting these events should a jump at that opportunity because they get to be like, Oh, somebody's going to get value at this event mm-hmm. and, and B being introduced by the host or hostess. I mean, that's going to like speak volumes as it is. Right. right? So like I would start off just by connecting there. Um, I mean, it is my method to only lead when I go into the rooms with like the value that I can provide, mm-hmm. then I switch, I swap information with them right then and there. I'm like, okay, I need your Instagram. I'm going to send you a message to remind you that we talked about, you know, going to all summit together or whatever. That mm-hmm. was the most recent one. Um, and then once I have that next in that next point, I can mm-hmm. begin being like, okay, who can this person introduce me to or whatever? Um, 
you can ask, do you go to events like this often? I'm looking for more events where I can be in front of people that are speaking. Is that a similar goal? Like, it seems like that would be something that you would also be like, what's the next event that you're going to where that room is going to be for speaking or whatever, you know, like make it about like that next touch point where you guys could go together, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. I like the idea of just coming at it from a different angle and Mm -hmm. having it be less like, I don't know, stiff and awkward and more like a connection opportunity in addition to maybe you getting something that might be supportive for you. So I think that's, I love that. Um, We've touched on getting, oh, this is the other thing I wanted to ask you is you said, what's success look like on the other end of this? How do we, how do we define that? Again, if we're not going in to sell or get clients, how can we re- then also redefine what success looks like on the other side mm-hmm. of that event? Yeah. I mean, success will look different for everybody, but maybe it's like success to me will be that I get closer to this host so that the next time that there is a speaking opportunity that I can be considered, or I'm just going to pitch that at the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, success to me is if I walk away with five new contacts to follow up with um, or new a next step event to attend. That's usually one of mine is like, what happens from here? Like, where am I going to go with one of these people afterwards? You know what I mean? Like have some sort of like plan, action plan for like the next touch point. Mm-hmm. Um, if I know that there's going to be certain people that I'm like, okay, the entire reason that I'm going is to get in front of this person. Like then success looks like I had a really good conversation with them and they walk away with my Instagram or, or something, some sort of like contact point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. There's so many ways to get success out of that, that aren't necessarily, because it's like, it's like when we think we want to get a client, it's like, you're almost jumping five steps ahead. Like there's a bunch Mm -hmm. of other stuff that typically will need to happen between that event and them signing on the dotted line that they're your client or, you know, them connecting you with someone who might be really helpful for your business or whatever. Like there's, this is yeah. the start of a relationship if it's the first time you're meeting them. And so you're building mm-hmm. or before right. you, you know, you're going to potentially get them as a client or whatever that. You're not so. trying to jump into bed on the first date, like right. get to know right. them, schmooze them a little <laughs> yeah. bit, like court them, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. um, and I have landed clients at networking events, you know, mm-hmm. but this is a long game and right. the long game to me is to like constantly be expanding who I know and who I can refer and who I can like introduce to each other Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So again, like the people that I met when I had a brick and mortar art studio, maybe weren't interested in taking their kids to my location, but Mm -hmm. now they're strategy clients or they joined the mob or, you know, whatever it is, or I've been on their podcast or they've been on mine. Um, You know, you and I's relationship is a great example of it. Like had we just had, I just not ever talked to you again after I had you speak at my event. Right. And like, then look at all these opportunities that we would have missed to like connect with each other, to be, you know, supporting each other. Yep. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's about something that keeps coming to mind for me is I feel like networking more intentionally like this is about going deep, not necessarily wide, like building, building Mm. those feel free to use it. <laughs> You'll see like a little TM next. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> 
Um, but I think that's really like what I'm getting from this is this idea of like, we're out there to really connect with people and that's where the juice comes from. And, mm-hmm. and we can be authentic, just be ourselves and be genuine. And not only is that easier and less stressful, but it also typically leads to better results. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And don't forget to go in authentically. Like you don't have to put on a mask and if you feel like you have to, then you weren't in the right room. So (laughs) go in messy, raw, whatever it is for you, um, be yourself. And if that doesn't feel good, if you feel like you need to change into somebody or morph into somebody else in order to be in that room, then that's just not the room for you. And just keep trying to find those rooms that make you feel like home. Yeah. Go back to that. I feel like go back to that sort of list or idea of like who shares the same values as you and and Mm -hmm. continue looking for the rooms where you are finding those people who share those values and making sure that that's what you're seeking out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This has been an amazing conversation. I'm like, it's making me, I need, I'm in Vermont and we don't have many networking. I've actually been thinking about starting something um, Mm. because we don't have many networking opportunities here. There's only like two main groups. But it's making me want to get out and talk to people again. I feel like yeah. post-COVID, I have not, I had a baby the year after COVID. And so it's just been like, I'm finally in a space where like he's in care five days a week. So I can like actually venture out <laughs> during the week and have my own space to yeah. and build my business. Um, but it just, yeah, I feel like this makes it feel so much more appealing. And I feel like listeners are going to be feeling that same way. Like it feels more exciting to go out and connect with people when I can just like be me and just chat. Yeah, definitely. Like after this, write out that list of like who your people are, mm-hmm. like what makes them tick, what makes them excited, what what do they love to show up for, what rooms are they in? And then think of like five places that maybe aren't networking related that you might be able to find them. And I bet you could like, is it a book club? Is it, you know, a new moon circle? You know, mm-hmm. like whatever is like this common thing between you guys um, and just go in with that like concept of like, I'm going to build a new relationship today and start something today. Uh, And I bet you your network is going to just explode. I love that. Well, if there is one thing listeners leave with nothing but this one final gem, what would that be? Um, Show the app up. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Like show up, show up now. Like we need people to be showing up in their true authenticity. We need like your unique magic. I think that we all learned in the past couple of years that like the people that sold us these stories about like what it looks like to be successful or these genius gurus that gate did all the gatekeeping to like keep us out. Like we need like the raw disruptors and the freaking like innovators and the people that are just doing stuff so differently. Um, And the more that you show up, the more that it's going to inspire other people to show up and we can really change the narrative and like switch who's like, you know, claiming this power at the top. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Yes. I love that. And uh, shifting gears, what are you getting intentional about right now? Um, just really showing up with the visibility strategy, focusing on like really, niching down to be all about like, again, these creative disruptors and innovators, like making sure that I'm, I'm providing platforms and getting them in rooms and stages that, you know, need a diverse 
voice to hear from and a different point of view. Um, yeah, I'm really getting intentional about that and doing whatever the hell I want. That really lights me up. Like I did so much for everybody else Mm -hmm. (laughs) and played the game of like serving a community of thousands and being whoever they wanted me to be and needed me to be like, now it's just about doing whatever the hell I want. Yeah. (laughs) Just because it feels good. Yeah. Get it. Get it. Get it. And (laughs) where can listeners connect with you and watch you do whatever the hell you want and bring these disruptive voices to the forefront? Yeah. Um, well, you can find my podcast. It's called Glitter Mindset. And I am, I live on Instagram. I love Instagram um, at Aria Lighty. And just send me a DM that you heard this conversation and like tell me who you want to be connected with and like what you're looking for and what rooms you want to be in. Like that is, I, I love to get DMs like that. Great. I love that. I love sending DMs like that to people who I know will listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, tell me. I love to help. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everything that you shared. I love this perspective on networking and I know listeners are going to really appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. It was an honor and so much fun. Yes, absolutely. And thank you everyone for being here with us and we'll catch you on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.